to the State of Flow podcast with Lena Kermer, a place where we discuss everything holistic thriving instead of surviving and living life in your state of flow as your highest, happiest, healthiest and most successful version of yourself in all areas of life. Hey beautiful people and welcome to another episode of the State of Flow podcast with me, Lena Kermer. And today is going to be about why you might already be doing all those things right, but you're not yet getting the results you want to see and something is simply not working for you. So let's dive right in. You should know by now my background is Ayurveda, from which I look at health, wellness, empowerment and helping people to invite more happiness, joy, fulfillment, abundance, success, balance, flow and ease into their lives. And Ayurveda has a very unique, even though it's applicable to everyone and everything viewpoint on things. And it's very all-encompassing. And so you might find that you are doing all the things that are commonly perceived as so healthy and so good for you and so beneficial and all the turmeric and all the herbs and all the supplements and all the vegan diet, all the paleo and exercise and hot yoga and this and that, yet you're simply not getting results, although you're even almost exhausted trying to do all the right things and get it all done and look after yourself, but something is simply not working. And that might be just due to the simple fact of that not everything works for everyone all the time. It comes down to that we are all individuals. We are all completely unique from another. So we all have a different constitution or dosha as it's called in Ayurveda. We all go through different cycles. Yes, there's seasons every year, but also we experience life differently through different life experiences, through different conditioning. And that will impact our mental, emotional, physical well-being differently and therefore creates different needs and requirements and tolerances we might have. So when it comes to doing right, doing the things that are right for you, it's really about cultivating this mind-body connection and awareness and shift our focus from the external focus to the internal focus to live in tune with our own individual and unique needs. And you've heard me say that going from the external to the internal quite often in very different contexts by now, very likely. And that's because I mean it. And it's such a foundational thing for all kinds of well-being and all, all kinds of elevation when it comes to anything having to do with us personally it's so important that we bring our focus inside and away from the outside obviously we all know by now there are a lot of things out there that are good there are a lot of diets that work there are a lot of superfoods a lot of health foods a lot of exercise regimes that are amazing a lot of supplements you might have tried a lot of them and you would have also noticed that they're not actually all that amazing for you and I find in the West, it's a very common notion for us to jump onto trends and not really look further left and right. It's like something worked for someone and it gets out there and it becomes mainstream, like turmeric being amazing for inflammation. And out of the sudden, everyone is taking turmeric 
But no one considers that the person who first said that before it became mainstream might have had certain conditions and might be of a certain body type that's just simply completely different to you. And that's the key. Probably 99% of the time, why something is not working for you, even though you're already doing all the right things. Or it's like, you know, everyone is putting spinach into their morning smoothies because spinach is a health food, right? It's good for you. And freak, yes, it's so good for you. But not for everyone, every time, for all conditions and all quantities and so forth. So now you might have heard, I, I know of quite a few people and clients who actually had kidney stones or gallstones that needed to be removed due to too much spinach. And that's just a sign that goes to show that you know something can be good for some and poison for others something i say a lot in my practice is um certain things can be one man's food can be another man's poison and vice versa and it's so true let food be the medicine but but just because food can be the medicine doesn't mean it will be everybody's medicine it can be someone's poison It's like, you know, look at simple things like gluten. Some of us can tolerate it. Others are fully adverse by it and by it and allergic. And it creates a different reaction in all our bodies. So, how can we make sure that the right things we're doing already actually work for us? And that's by, like what I said, taking the external focus out into the internal focus. Something Ayurveda would always say when you ask an Ayurveda, "Uh, well, should I be taking this or should I be taking that? Ayurveda never has a definite answer without getting right to questioning about the root cause and questioning the bigger picture of what else is going on. Ayurveda's answer would always be, well, it depends. It's always about when, for whom and how much. And that can vary all the time from situation to situation, from person to person. And that's why you want to feel inside. Ayurveda itself is a very experiential science. It does make sense and you can scientifically prove everything they talk about. But it's about individualism. It's about that not one size fits all. But we are all different and we have different requirements. And nobody knows your body as well as you do. So the best avenue to health, instead of reading all the journals and taking in all the information and just blocking your prana flow by hoarding knowledge is to instead practice embodiment. Get into your body through your five senses, through breathwork, through dance, through yoga, through meditation, through nature connection, through qigong, through tai chi, through reiki, through anything you do, through just following your passion, surfing or whatever it is. Get into your body and familiarize yourself with the sensations and feelings that are inside and what they're telling you. Because even though someone might tell you that turmeric is amazing for inflammation it works for them if you're taking it and your body is screaming that it doesn't like it it's kind of unlikely with turmeric but it does have its um, precautions to be aware of then it's definitely not the right thing for you for example spinach is a great example because yeah it does work for certain people at certain times and certain quantities for certain reasons but 
what if you take it just because someone else tells you it's good for you, but your body is actually screaming with kidney stones or with coming up with actually more inflammation and irritation and so forth? Because the truth is that spinach actually has a heating quality. Whereas most lettuce and greens and things are cooling and bitter and bitter reducing, spinach can be quite heating. And so if you're quite a fiery person already, it might just not be the right thing for you. It's the same with garlic and ginger, for example. They can be super medicinal for some people if you need warming, if you need um, to kindle your agni. But if you're already a very fiery person, it might just send your fire through the roof. So what are different ways in which you can, again, become more aware of what works for your body and what doesn't? Like mentioned, get more in tune with your body and its needs. And, and a great avenue for that to take is Ayurveda. Maybe go and get to know your unique constitution or your dosha, which is basically your mental and physical makeup. And you can do that by taking one of those plenty free dosha quizzes that are out, out there online, including my own on my website, elevatemindbodythrive.com. And you find it in the Ayurveda section under free Ayurveda quiz. And if you take that quiz, it's unique in that it divides your body type from your mental type and gives you a percentage as opposed to modeling both together. And once you have a bit more of an understanding of what your body type is, in Ayurvedic terms, vata, pitta or kapha, you will know what your tendencies are in terms of what most likely causes you to get out of balance and what most likely helps you to get back into balance, what's beneficial for you and supporting your state mentally, emotionally, physically and what doesn't according to your unique personal constitution and not anything else that they're saying out there because it has worked for them, but it still doesn't make it the ideal solution for you. You also want to start to live with the seasons and adapt to your natural environment. So keep in mind that, you know, everything in nature is cyclic and we are a part of nature. We do have different seasons we go through every year. We also have different seasons we go through throughout our lifetime. Kids, teenagers eat way more food and need way more sleep than your and grandparents do. Where we eat lighter, we sleep lighter, we sleep less because we're in a different stage of our life. So that's worth considering. So if you are 60, there's no point in trying to keep up with an exercise regime and a diet of a 30-year-old because it will be too vata aggravating for you, too drying. And vice versa, if you're in your teens... There's no point to try and keep up with some self-care regime or something that a CEO in his 40s is doing. Because again, you're in fully different stages of your life. You also want to learn more about your circadian rhythms and schedule your days according to those. So your circadian rhythms are basically your natural rhythms. It's your bio clock. Different functions in our body take place at different times of the day. So the same organs might have a different task at different times around the clock. The same happens in nature and any ecosystem, however big or small, things work in synergy. Things work with the natural rhythms and they're most commonly and dominantly 
am triggered by light. That's why ideally in a perfect world, you do want to rise with the sun and you want to go to bed or start to wind down with sunset. But it also affects things like our metabolic rate, our concentration, our moods, our energy, um, our digestion, our circulation, our different hormone levels, if we're hungry, if we're tired, if we're awake, if we're alert and so forth. So you want to start to familiarize yourself with your own circadian rhythms, which can, again, they will be unique to where you live, to your unique environment. Are you in the southern hemisphere, in the northern hemisphere? Are you in northern countries or closer to the equator? Are you living in the mountains or by the sea? It's all very much influencing what you and your body need. What vegetables naturally and fruit grow naturally around you in your area at what time they will be the ideal things to consume at the time they arrive in your local area instead of giving getting a kiwi fruit from argentina that's on the other side of the globe for example because again we are part of the natural ecosystem and we work best within our natural environment so a really good key to see what will work best for you is to familiarize yourself with your environment, spend time in nature, get to know your food supplies that are locally available, get to know the moon circles, the sun circles, get to know your own dosha and see how things link up. So obviously these are just some really general um, recommendations or little hints I can give you that is because of the very thing I'm talking about which is that we are all so unique and therefore because not one size fits all we can only you know apply so many general things that are suitable for us for us all as a collective but from there we got to dive deeper into each of those little aspects and see how we can make them more defined and applicable to us individually. So if you do want to go any deeper with this, I'd recommend you reach out for either an Ayurveda consultation with me or you might want to line up a free discovery call if you are interested in a little bit more hand-holding, a little bit more of a one-on-one guided support and we can take it from there. However, beautiful light beam, I hope you got something out of this episode. I would like to hear how you already feel like you're supporting your body in a right way and you're in tune with yourself or how you feel like you are doing the right things but it hasn't worked for out for you yet. Perhaps there was an aha moment for you in this podcast episode. Something has been sparked within you. Maybe have some more input, some more questions. Please don't be shy and bring them forward. Either tag me on social media or in our State of Flow community Facebook group with the hashtag State of Flow, the State of Flow podcast, or hashtag Podcast Insight in our Facebook group. And I'll be there to jam further with you on this topic in this conversation. Can't wait to connect more. And until next time, I can't wait to see you shine. If you enjoyed this episode, guys, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. And if you're using Apple Podcasts, give us a rating so this podcast becomes more visible to others. Also, to join the discussion Q&As and connect with like-minded people, join the exclusive State of Flow podcast community group on Facebook. As always, you'll find all important links in the show notes. Can't wait until next time. Namaste. Namaste.